Hi, I'm Nina Ellison, your host for this educational podcast, The Art of Leadership, seeking insight into healthy leadership, explored through the lens of personal growth. You can find me at www.healthyleadership.online. You may have wondered about the title of today's podcast, A Journeyman's Education. Well, the title came from a conversation uh, last week with the guest that I had on the show, Brian Pearson, an executive coach. Brian and I were comparing and contrasting the different ways that formal education and informal education prepare us for life, both both the good and, and the not so good. You know, I came from a an informal education of being a lifelong learner, as well as a formal background of education through completing the doctoral degree. Brian describes his education as the path of a journeyman. For a journeyman, gaining competence and specific skill sets of a trade or a craft comes from being immersed within an apprenticeship. And then after successful completion of the work is demonstrated, a journeyman can, over time, be considered a master craftsman. So today you'll hear a master craftsman story as Brian describes his journeyman's education on how to treat people. Let's continue with the conversation I had with Brian Pearson, an executive coach, last week. We can pick up our discussion where I had just asked Brian to share his own story from the 40-plus years that he'd had with Michelin Tires. Oh, sure. Absolutely. You know, Mr. Michelin passed away a few years ago. He had written this book, and I still have this book today, and it was called And Why Not? Mr. Michelin really loved people. But, you know, when you work for a company that has such a culture and such a history behind it, early on, we were told all of the stories because no one knew Michelin when when I first came into the organization in the mid-70s. So it was the Americans and now the French are coming in and there was uh, there was always this hoopla about uh, well, why would I want to work for a French company? We need an American company. And I remember distinctly, there was a lot of discussion around that. When the two cultures came together, they, we were totally different. But as we developed, we developed the Michelin, Michelin culture. So we were neither American nor French. And I think that's the one thing I love about the company is that it all centered around value to the customer and making the highest quality tire for our customers in the world. And that just permeates through the organization. So I, I just tell you that to say that when I, when I got my first management assignment, Mr. Michelin came in and did the orientation. And that's where I learned about people being your most valuable asset. But the five values in the company right now today, people is in there. And the first one is respect for the customer and then respect for the shareholders and then respect for people, respect for the environment. You know, our our whole way of doing things, our whole mission in life has changed to mobility. So the purpose is changing a little bit there are products that are diversifying in that company, but 
the value of people has not changed one iota. One of the most memorable stories that I was ever told coming up was how Mr. Michelin's father during World War II, one of the plants in France, the Nazis had come to him and said, you're going to make Michelin tires for the Germans. And he refused. He gave the coordinates to the plant to the Allies and had them come bomb the plant. He was so adamant about not making tires for the Germans. That says a lot about the value of the Michelin family and their dedication to their people and their dedication to the world and their dedication to the product. And those values are really what has made that such a great company. And those values, you know, I've been very fortunate to have been raised up. And I say that not loosely. I say that very firmly. I was raised up in the organization to treat people with respect, to try to get the best out of people. Had it not been for that and not coming up that way, I wouldn't be where I am today and I wouldn't have the company that I have and I wouldn't be able to relate to people the way that I relate to them. When Mr. Michelin was getting very frail, he had come to the factory one one Friday afternoon and it was last time I saw him alive and I got a call because I had trained one of the sons for six months and got to know them very well. But I got a call and uh, my boss had asked me to go pick him up in the golf cart and take him around. And he shook everyone's hand that day. That's what he always did. He always wanted to be in contact with the people because they're the ones that pay the salaries. They're the ones that do the job. They're the most important asset that we have to satisfy that customer. And those are values that I carry over into my company. Thank you so much, Brian. And for those of you joining in on this conversation, did you hear the intentionality with which Brian pursued his career? As I listened to Brian share, there were five elements that really stood out to me, and I'd love to talk about them just for a few more minutes. The first one was Brian learned the importance of loving people. This is such a powerful statement of a choice to make on your personal growth plan. I mean, what does life-enriching love look like in the workplace? Some interesting research by Lieutenant Colonel Joe Riccardi says that love shows up as three things in the workplace, almost like KPI, you know, your key performance indicators. The first one is intimacy, really knowing and caring about others in an authentic and appropriate way. The second one has to do with passion, you know, that positivity that you bring to work every day. And the third is commitment, being dedicated to the well-being of those that you share work with. I'll share more about these thoughts in the upcoming weeks as we can continue to explore what it means to be a healthy leader. The second point that came from Brian's story was to value the culture of the company he was a part of. And thirdly, he talked about acknowledging and knowing the company history. And then Brian shared that a part of his journey included listening to the storytelling remembering the stories. It's a powerful way to see values in action and not only learning what's valued or what the core values are, telling stories is an effective way to build a company's legacy. 
And finally, Brian learned how a company came to appreciate people from different backgrounds and different cultures to come together and to form something new as they were willing to center on shared values. I believe that within every great organization, every great system, are great relationships. Uh, the, The value of these meaningful relationships, or as I just called them, these great relationships, it's priceless. You know, if I become aware of a company or a system or even a team that's struggling, one of the first things that comes to my mind is, how are their relationships going? Is there trust? Are, are there meaningful, regular encounters where mutual respect is evident? Do the people who are building the systems know each other? This kind of thinking stretches my mind beyond getting the job done and to continue in this never-ending journey of learning how to treat people. Brian's experience as a journeyman is in how to treat people. Growth in learning how to treat people will not just happen. Intentionality must be a part of the journey, and this is something I continue to learn in my own journey, is how to treat people, how to grow in learning how to treat people. One of my mentors who's who's had a powerful influence on my life is John Maxwell. And in his book, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, he begins the first chapter with the law of intentionality. And he writes, you must do much more than just experience life and hope that you learn what you'll need along the way. You must go out of your way to seize growth opportunities as as if your future depended on it. Why? Because it does. Growth doesn't just happen, not for me, not for you, not for anybody. You have to go out after it. Who comes to your mind that will benefit from hearing this podcast of listening to a journeyman's story that includes a level of intentionality that challenges each of us in our own journey of growth and development? Let me ask you to be intentional right now. Share this story with your friend and your colleague. 